to Lori and Julia. Uh, I'm glad you're still open. Open, open. Helping support our local businesses through the coronavirus crisis. We are open for business. This is open for business. Still open, yeah? Yeah. On My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. Um, we have uh, Dr. Michaela Sai with us, and she's a doctor with the Minnesota Oncology Centers, of which there are quite a few locations. And Dr. Sai, thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Good afternoon. Good okay, afternoon. so we have to ask you, oncology. I always think, okay, if I were smart enough to be a doctor, I always, what would you be a doctor of? And it's like, doctor of oncology just seems like that would be, I don't know, scary. Like all you do is deliver sad news all day, which I know is probably not why you got into it, but we're just curious. Yeah, well, it's not all bad news. Okay, Nowadays, yeah, there's a I lot know, more, know, a lot more good news than bad a, news. But. It's a scary, uh, I guess that word is a scary word, oncology. Yeah, it is for sure. I mean, once you hear the word cancer applied to you, you, you never unhear it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, it's life-changing. So one, of, one of the good things about yeah, yeah so, one of the good things about that is just that you know every day you know you're making a difference every day you go to work and you're doing something that matters. Yeah, you know, Doctor Sai, during this time of you know everyone is is all worried about the COVID nineteen. Are are people still taking care of themselves? I mean, if you figure out you have cancer, I mean, what is going on with that? Are you doing things virtually, or how are people still? If they're in the middle or something or getting diagnosed, how is that all working out right now? Right. Cancer doesn't take a break just because there's a viral pandemic. So we still need to take care of people. So if someone is on treatment now with chemotherapy, we're continuing that chemotherapy with extra precautions, wearing masks, um, social distancing in the infusion center. Uh, We are doing telephone visits and telehealth visits. So if someone is just due for a routine checkup, we'll do that over telehealth so they don't actually have to leave their home or come into the clinic. So there's a lot now we're doing to keep people at home and keep people safe, but make sure they're still getting the care that they need. Where have been the things in, you know, in oncology? Like what, what have you, like even in the last five years, what have been, been, has been a surprise to you about that it's it's a better story now than it was five years ago with advances? Most of the advances we've had have been in treatments. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot more targeted therapy. Uh, so therapy that's not basically, you know, an atomic bomb of chemotherapy medicine that just wipes out everything, right. but rather drugs that are specifically targeting a particular cancer pathway. So it's more effective and less toxic. Mm-hmm. We have more therapies that are what we call immunotherapy, so treatments that stimulate a person's own immune system to fight the cancer. So we've got uh, three or four of those drugs now in common practice that never existed even five, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. That's pretty so we've amazing. seen just a lot of breakthroughs. Yeah, it's been an exciting time to be an oncologist. It sounds like it. So when you, you know, at Minnesota Oncology, you guys have like 11 or 12 locations around the Twin Cities area. You work with a team of specialists, right? Doesn't do you have a do you have an individual specialty yourself like the blood or the tumors or, you know, how does that all work out? 
We're very, right. this Most, is very new to us, trying to have a scientific conversation. Yes, is, we're doing our best, Dr. Sass. I'm sorry. You're doing, you're doing very okay. well. So um, I particularly specialize in breast cancer and blood disorders. Mm-hmm. So leukemia, lymphoma, myeloma. Most of the doctors at my site in Minneapolis are subspecialized. So we have oncologists who focus on lung cancer, others that focus on um, gastrointestinal cancers like stomach or colon. Um, so my particular practice focuses on, on breast. Uh, that's probably 80% of what I do. And then leukemia, lymphoma, and other blood disorders are 20%. In some of our other sites, people are really general oncologists, so they'll take care of any and all cancer types. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of depends where you go. Is it, you know, because it used to be, we, Lori and I, have walked in the race for the cure for breast cancer every year for so long. And it's um, this year it's going to be virtual. That's right. But it's, it's such a day of hope because you see all the survivors. Yeah. And like you were saying, you've had all these great advancements in the last ten, five to ten years where it's not such a, a sentence anymore that people are really thriving and being able to, you know, live so much longer with cancers. That's got to be really cool to be in that field because so many changes, significant changes have happened. It is very rewarding. You know, growing up, my mother was an oncology nurse and almost all of her patients um, ultimately died of their cancer. So to see that as a child growing up and now to be an oncologist myself and see that we cure 85% of women with breast cancer, wow. mm-hmm. you know, that's just a tremendous change in uh, in the course of my lifetime. Yeah. What, what was the one drug that came out like maybe Herceptin? Herceptin. That was the big game right. changer, wasn't it? Yeah. So for what we call HER2 positive breast cancers, it used to be the cancer with the worst long-term prognosis, but mm-hmm. since Herceptin was developed, it's completely changed, and now it's one of the most treatable, most curable subtypes of, of breast cancer. And since we had Herceptin, we've since developed Pergetta and Cadsyla, and now just last week, a drug called Tocatinib. So just over the last you know 10 years, we've had four uh, successful new treatments for that subtype of breast cancer. That's, that's like amazing. Are you seeing, I mean, are, are as many women being diagnosed with breast cancer? Is that down at all? Or is it still kind the, of... Yeah, the incidence has not decreased. Okay. The survival has, has increased, but the incidence has not decreased. Um, and again, part of that is, you know, we're, we're better at screening and women are more self-aware. Mm-hmm. So we are finding cancers usually earlier, again, when they're more treatable and more curable. So part of the improvements we've seen is in better detection. And then part of it is due to much better treatments. Right. You know, during this time, I'm wondering, are women going in and getting scheduled mammograms? Is So that has been one challenge. Yeah. Most breast imaging centers have postponed all routine screening mammograms. So women who have an abnormality, let's say you feel a lump, mm-hmm. you can go in and get a diagnostic mammogram or ultrasound and biopsy. But for just your annual routine screening mammogram, those are being put on hold. That's what I kind of thought. Yeah, that's got to be kind of, yeah. it's, it's, it is what but it is. But you can get yes, one if you feel if you anything, you know, right. that's if, not right. If, if, yeah, if there's a problem, then absolutely you can come in and, and get um, evaluated. Now, I will say now that the state of Minnesota is going to have more testing, mm-hmm. we're starting to look at, uh, you know, where we can get people tested. And then if they're negative, they can come in. 
Uh, we're also looking at, um, since we've put off so many routine mammograms now, there's a huge backlog that hopefully we can implement some new procedures in the imaging centers that will, you know, allow women to come in safely with appropriate social distancing and still get their screening mammograms. So hopefully, you know, soon we'll be able to start some of the routine screening procedures back. Yeah, because that seems like it, just basic. Everyone kind of wants to have that peace of mind and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and people are Absolutely. very regular, like they get it their birthday yes. month or, yes. their, you know, whatever, whatever the the timing is. So at least I, uh, you know, a lot of women that I know kind of do it either around some kind of a thing. So they remember to always exactly. do it. Yep. Yeah, that's a great way to do it on your birthday, on your anniversary, you know, on some important occasions so you're not going to forget it. I know. I always do all of my uh, doctor appointments in December. It's just like, I don't know why that has become the month, but it's just like the end of the year, I got to do all this cleanup business, right? Um, Now, you should rethink that because let's say your mammogram's abnormal and you find out right before Christmas or New Year's. Yeah, I know. That's right, You're right about that. So... Yeah, you're not alone. Many women do that. Yeah. Like, gosh, it's Christmas Eve, and I have to tell you this bad news. Yeah, right. I know it. I'll move it to October to my mom's birthday month. That's a better one. So if people are, you know, doing self-exams and stuff, and if they are realizing something, they can get a hold of Minnesota Oncology. Is there a central phone number for all the locations, or is it um, just go minnesotaoncology.com kind of thing? Right. You can go to minnesotaoncology.com, and you can see what which of our... 12 locations is closest to you and call that number. Certainly, if you want to come to Minneapolis, which is where I am, it's 612-884-6300. But yeah, we're readily accessible online. You just forget about some of the basic things that aren't being done right now Mm -hmm. that are really important. So this was great to talk to you today, Dr. Sai. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on. And thanks for doing the good work. This is good news. Um, so, uh, minnesotaoncology.com for more information as well. Thanks, we, Dr. Sai. Thank so I hope it wasn't as bad as welcome, you feared. Okay. <laughs> never, never. Not with you two. Oh, All right, thank, thank you. you. Listen, when we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak.